0: Welcome to NUD Classified, a look into how Wildcats thrive and survive on Northwestern's campus. For many students, coming to campus means breaking up with a significant other. Other times, it can be hard to stay in touch with a partner who now lives multiple states away.
1: So this is why we're debuting a new recurring segment called Let's Talk Love, where we hear your stories about honeymoon phases and heartbreak, friends and family, barriers broken and bridges built. I'm Dan Hu, and to tell your love story, Hop on bit.ly slash nulovepodcast. Act 1, the date that was supposed to be about her, until it wasn't. Here's Kiki.
2: My name is Kikue Chelsea Higuchi. I guess I prefer Kiki, and Kikue is fine too. It's just like my dad calls me Kikue when he's mad at me. So I usually tell people to call me Kiki. I had a really tough time when I was younger defining what love was, because I had never really seen it. Uh, My parents separated when I was about three years old, and my dad never dated. He was like really focused on me, so I never saw him in a relationship. And the relationships my mom were in were not the healthiest of relationships, so I didn't really get to see what love looked like.
1: So how did you meet your boyfriend, and what was the relationship like at first?
2: I met him in my AP bio class. We had it six period together. I was in his lab group and there were two other juniors that I knew. One junior I knew and I had a class with and this kid fucking sucked. I saw him in my group and I was like, oh crap. And I looked over and there was a junior girl next to me. I was like, oh crap. And then I looked over across the diagonally from him, which is where he sat and I was like, isn't that a freaking junior? God damn it. So I went over to my friend, and I was like, Do you know any of the kids in my lab group? She's like, Well I know that one kid that we both hate and I was like, ah. And I was like, what about like the girl who's She's like, I don't know, and I was like, What about that kid? And she's like, You mean Jeffrey? He's he's in our grade, you know that, right? And I was like, No. <laughs> we had like an AP literature like study group, and I was I invited him to it, but the thing is, it was like all my friends and no one knew who the fuck he was. The first time he ever came to a study group, like he was like, he like left early, and then my friend who was like sitting next to me turned to me and she was like, You like him? And I was like, No, I don't. <laughs> And she's like, yeah, you do. And I was like, yeah, I do. And then on one of our study dates, he asked me out to winter formal. I had like a late night that night and so my hands were shaking. And he's like, ah, my hands only shake when I'm nervous. And, he, and then he like stuck his hands out and they were like tremoring. Later on, I was about to leave. And he was like, hey, are you going to, it's called Winter Ball. He's like, hey, going to Winter Ball? And I was like, yeah, yeah, probably. It's my last one. I mean, I don't have a date, but I'll probably go. And he's like, oh, do you want to go with me? So he was part of like our leadership class. And I was like, oh, aren't you already going because you're part of leadership? Like, I don't know what I thought. It was really dumb. But I was like, aren't you already going? And he's like, well, yeah, I'm already going. Do you want to go with me? And I was like, wait, yeah, I do.
1: After the ball, Kiki and Jeffrey's relationship really took off. He bonded with her friends, and she met with his parents. And then came the day when Kiki realized she really loved him.
2: So basically this one day, it was around March, and it was the day that I got into Northwestern. Like that moment, I was so happy. I just ran outside my classroom and just ran around the building. Like I just did laps around the building because I was so happy. Because it was my dream school and I couldn't believe that I got into it. I had just gotten in and we were gonna go like celebrate but there was a couple more acceptances to come out, I was like, oh, we'll just go back to my house, hang out, and we could all check it together. And then I looked over at my boyfriend, and he had gotten rejected from every single college that he had looked at that day. I knew UCSD was a school that he had really, really wanted to go to. I had gotten in, and he'd gotten rejected. I felt really guilty, which is not something I should have felt, but I still did. It was the happiest day of my life. I just got into my dream school, and I fucking burst into tears. I just started crying. In my head, I was like, why won't these schools accept him? He's great. He's the best. I mean, I'm biased because he's my boyfriend and I was like, he's the best. I realized I loved him because in that moment, it didn't matter what had happened to me. It only mattered what had happened to him that day. I could see in his face that he was really, really sad. But he had said that to me one time. He's like, I don't cry. I haven't cried in like three years. And I was like, okay, buddy. So it was supposed to be like my celebration day because I had gotten in. But then after like seeing that happen, I I was like, okay, so we're not going to go to dinner. Like we're going to just like hang out here and I'm going to hold you. (laughs) At that time, he couldn't drive because he's not cool. But I could drive. So I was like, okay, we'll go somewhere and get gourmet ice cream. And there's this place that's 30, 45 minutes away from where I live where like everybody goes to get like really good ice cream. I mean, the ice cream was like, it was just ice cream, you know, but like, I felt like making that effort to go somewhere special would help him. And also like when I was little and I was upset, my dad would take me down this very specific road and like drive me around to like, on me down. And to get to the ice cream place, we had to go down that road.
1: What did the ice cream taste like?
2: Honestly, I can't tell you. I don't remember what flavor I got. Because the entire time we were eating the ice cream, I was just, like, talking to him, like, and doing, like, stupid shit to try and make him, like, laugh. I told a bunch of, like, stupid, stupid, dirty jokes that my dad told me, like, (laughs) told me growing up. My dad taught me a lot of dirty jokes. He thinks it's really funny when I make a mess, so I was purposely, like, eating messily to make him laugh. And I guess that's kind of what love is to me, is like being able to put that person before yourself. Even when you're having like the best day, if they're having a bad day, you have to be able to set yourself aside.
1: So how did that day change how you acted moving forward?
2: I think after that, I asked him, so what's going to happen when we go to college? But he does this thing, if I'll ask him a question, he'll go, hmm i don't know what do you think he hits me with the uno reverse and i'm like you motherfucker!" and then i told him i was like well you know i want to i would i'm willing to make it work but if you don't want to i completely understand and then he was like oh yeah me too and i was like hmm okay why don't you just say that
1: <laughs> and so kiki and jeffrey moved into a new phase taking their relationship long distance at the end of the summer, Kiki came to Northwestern, and Jeffrey went off to Purdue. The pair talk or text every day, and are fortunately close enough to visit each other by train or bus.
2: He actually came to visit like last weekend. Cool. Long distance is tragic, like, it is really sad, it's really difficult. Um, it was better when I was horny and lonely, now like it's just like I'm lonely. If you were horny, then it's like, oh, I can focus on how horny I am, and I'll never realize how lonely I am, but now I know how lonely I am. And it's like, that's a lot of longing. But it's definitely worth it. You're really sad, but when you see them, you're, like, so violently happy. It doesn't matter how sad you were.
1: When you saw him, like, last week, um, what did that feel like?
2: It was so nice. Like, I've never felt, like, just so comfortable and so, like, relieved to see a person. He has a very specific way of walking, but I could see how he was walking and I was like, that's him, like, that's my Jeffrey. And then we didn't really say anything. We just, like, hugged for a really long time.
1: Thanks so much, Kiki, for sharing your story. Up next, we spoke with Natalia, who, unlike Kiki, decided to break off her relationship before college, three days before her boyfriend left for college, to be exact. Now. She's wondering if it was the right choice. Act two, three months, two friend groups, and one almost awkward bonfire. Here's Natalia with her summer romance.
0: My name is Natalia and I'm from Farmington Hills, Michigan. Me and my boyfriend we went to middle school together in like high school but our friend groups, they never really hung out until senior year.
1: Why did the friend groups mesh together this year? We would play
0: this game, um, it's called Kidnap. Like my friend group needed more players, so like one of them like invited his friend group, and that's kind of how we started hanging out. Those were like our first interactions as friends. A couple of my friends liked him too, (laughs) and so I guess them just like talking about him that much made me realize that i liked him too and so i guess it like rubbed off on me in a way (laughs) i guess eventually started having feelings for him
1: so then when did you guys start dating
0: late june it's really hard to read his feelings and so that's why i never made a move but i guess eventually he just like asked me out at the beginning we were both uh, like we're probably gonna break up at the end of the summer
1: you said you guys talked about it and that you were probably gonna break up by the end of the summer. What was that conversation like?
0: He doesn't express his feelings a lot. So it was kind of like, oh, like we're probably gonna break up. And he was like, yeah. And then he just changed the conversation. I guess like we didn't really wanna deal with it at that time. We kind of just ignored it. We actually didn't decide to break up, like fully decide to break up until three days before he left for college.
1: bring me to that day
0: we're like just driving around we both knew we had to talk about it since we were gonna like he was leaving for college obviously and so I guess we kind of just brought it up and we like kind of talked about it a little bit I was like what do you want to do I guess we're both kind of like logical people and we're like we don't want to have like a bad long distance really like have to break up while we're long distance and like that ruin our friendship so let's just break up right now while we're still friends so we like don't hurt each other but then like we still had dates planned for the next two days so it was like kind of weird to like be like oh yeah that we're breaking up in two days but we're like still going out
1: what were the next two days like with the dates planned
0: (laughs) well all of our friends came to my house for a bonfire because a bunch of them were leaving friday and then he was leaving the saturday so they all came over on thursday night and like We just pretended we didn't talk about it. None of our friends knew. We just had s'mores, and, like, a lot of them were going to Michigan State, and then, like, a few of them were going to Michigan. And so it was just kind of, like, the last time our entire friend group was together, so, like, everyone was kind of sad. It was just saying goodbye.
1: So then at this bonfire, you and him know that you're breaking it off. Yes. And no one else does.
0: No. I knew it was going to happen, so it was just kind of weird be living in what we had put off for so long. I like cried the first day, but then I had to go to work. And so I just had to act like nothing happened. I was a hostess at kind of a fancy restaurant. It was a very busy day at work, so like it was very stressful. But I guess it kind of took my mind off things for a while.
1: After the breakup, Natalia didn't quite know how to think about her relationship with her ex-boyfriend. They had a friendship to fall back on, but as he left for school weeks before her, there wasn't really time to explore their new reality.
0: Well, I was like, oh, like, should we stop talking? And he's like, no, obviously not. Like, I still want to be your friend. So, like, we definitely talked less the first few days. Um, But then, obviously, I was bored at home. So, like... I was still gonna talk to him.
1: Did your perspective change when Wildcat Welcome was coming closer?
0: Definitely. I was like, oh, I definitely need to move on and stuff. But, like, it's just hard. It's just weird to try to move on when, like, we still talk every day. And, like, the only difference is, like, we're not together physically. His friends did say he has a picture of me on his desk. And last time I FaceTimed him, he was wearing a shirt I got him the day we broke up. So I feel like he still has feelings, but it's... We're not being together. It's kind of like hard to have that conversation just because we're still not going to see each other for like a month. We still have long conversations and like talk about our feelings and stuff so we're basically doing long distance but also not. We're better friends than we were before we started dating.
1: Thanks Natalia for sharing your story. That's all we've got for this week's episode of NU Declassified. If you're interested in appearing on future segments of Let's Talk Love, hop on to bit.ly slash nulovepodcast. That's all lowercase, bit.ly slash n-u-l-o-v-e p-o-d-c-a-s-t. Tell us your love story.
0: Alana Arigatti, Dan Hu, and me, Dabiti Bikil, of the NU Declassified team. Much thanks to our editor, Cassidy Jackson, and managing editors, Elizabeth Byrne and Chris Vasquez. And of course, thank you, Kikwai, sorry, Kiki and Natalia for coming on for this episode. See you in two weeks for the next episode of N D
1: Classified.
2: Thanks for tuning in.